Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Sajjant Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and today we're going to talk about a project of mine that started a couple of years ago, and that is, of course, the Korean Lighthouse Project. The idea for this project came from a conversation I had with fellow photographer Dylan Goldby. He had come down to do an article on lighthouses in the Busan region. And I met up with him early one morning in the little area known as Dadepo in Gijang. And we started photographing the random lighthouses in the area. And I think the main one that we did was the Baby Bottle Lighthouse. Now, this is something that people come to a lot to maybe have a baby. If you're familiar with Korea, then you know that there's a lot of places that people come to to either rub the belly of the Buddha or to really just come and visit with their significant other in order to hopefully have a healthy, happy baby. And this lighthouse has become one of those spots. Now, as we were photographing, I mentioned how someone should really pick up on the idea of these lighthouses because in my travels, I had seen lighthouses in various shapes and colors all the way up and down the coast of Korea. And after that conversation, I sort of thought to myself, someone maybe should be me. And as I started to sit down and plan this whole thing out, I realized that there's a lot of interesting lighthouses that people simply just don't know about. For me, the lighthouses are special because of their just seemingly random shapes. I mean, as you go up and down the coast, there's just an odd assortment of crab-shaped lighthouses or fish-shaped lighthouses or something that's memorable to the area. But if you don't know the area very well, it just seems to stick out as a lighthouse should. But with this random theme or design, which really sort of gives a unique feeling to the whole area. I initially started this project on Instagram about 2019 with a brand new account. So if you haven't followed it, well, you know, hey, now's the time. But uh, basically what I wanted to do was just have a single account for all of these wonderful lighthouse pictures. And I initially wanted to sort of have an account of almost every single lighthouse that I came across. But the issue then came about was that as there is a lot of unique lighthouses, there's also a lot of regular lighthouses or beacons on the North Breaker or something like that. So I didn't want to be too repetitive, but I did want to focus on the photography of these particular lighthouses. So when I started it, I was really detailed in documenting the name, both in English and Korean. But as I progressed through the last couple of years, honestly, I got lazy and just sort of started putting the name of the lighthouse as I thought it was. Because part of the challenge of this was actually finding the name of said lighthouse. Now, Dylan sent me a great link to a site that has the official names and locations of the lighthouses in Korea. But the other challenge was is that I really struggled to find where the unique ones were and whether or not that they were a lighthouse or a breaker uh, beacon or something like that. So that was a huge challenge. But I did like sort of the discovery feature of just cruising along the coastline and then just finding these again, random shaped lighthouses. So there are some particular favorites, which we'll go over 
in this next segment. One of the first lighthouses that really caught my eye was the Chomsam De Lighthouse in the area that I most commonly photograph, which is just on the edge of Gyeongju. So the shape of the lighthouse is actually a replica of the ancient observatory in Gyeongju. What I always liked about this one was that it just had such a nice shape and it was just in a little harbor near some of these rock formations that a lot of people photograph out here. So that really sort of set things off for me. And I think that was about the second photograph I added to the Instagram page. Now, the first one, I believe, was in the little village of Gompo. And this was another one that had sort of a replica of a pagoda, which you can find in Gyeongju as well. So the Gyeongju Tower actually is similar in design to this lighthouse. And what I found really unique about these places is that there was always some sort of story, but again, the designs were just so unique. So especially in the area of Gompo, you have about three or four very uniquely shaped lighthouses. There's one that actually is a bell that you would find at a Buddhist temple. And then also there's a three-storied pagoda in something that looks like a Buddhist temple. Now, a couple of the other lighthouses that I really tend to like are in and around Busan. Again, this area is known for its unique lighthouses, and there are a ton of them. Now, starting with Hyundai Beach, the two that they've put in there recently are really interesting because there's one with a looking glass and then there's another with a person pointing to the sky. When you look at these lighthouses, they just look like pieces of art, and I really love that. And all around Busan, you're going to see some really interesting pieces of art, which are actually lighthouses. Now, as I mentioned before, Gijong is known for lighthouses and that whole area has some really interesting ones. The ones that stand out to me uh, is just around Dadepo. As I mentioned, there's the Baby Bottle Lighthouse, which is cool. The Robot Taekwon V1 is an interesting I think design, but it doesn't really stand out to me. It just, it looks like a regular breaker beacon or something like that. But if you go further down, there is a kind of a baseball designed one, which is a monument to one of the famous pitchers from Busan. And I think that is a really good way to honor somebody as it looks like a catcher's mitt and a baseball glove. If you go further up the road towards my city of Ulsan, you'll find a couple of notable lighthouses. The one that sticks out to me really well, I guess you could say, is that there's a little village called Nasari. And my whole attraction to this lighthouse is simply because the lighthouse itself is stuck right in the middle of the beach. So you can sort of really walk up to it. And it is a wonderful looking lighthouse. But the whole village is actually a really nice area. And just as a side note, there is a wonderful cafe that has a bunch of stray cats. The lady actually like adopts the cats and then she comes in and looks after them. And a lot of them are disabled in some way. There's one cat that had its eyes amputated because of you know some sort of infection. But she is such a caring and wonderful person. And then she has this cafe right along the beach side. But again, that little village in Nasari, it just sort of has a small town vibe and now it's sort of 
being encroached upon by trendy cafes, which is, you know, a double-edged sword. It does bring money into the area, but it also brings in a lot of douchebags with their fancy cars and, you know, Instagram people. So that kind of sucks. I can't mention lighthouses around Ulsan without talking about the two major lighthouses, one being Ganjulgot, which is the, I guess, the quote-unquote sunrise capital of the area, according to people in Ulsan. And by that, I mean that every New Year's, people go there to watch the sunrise for the first time of the year and all that kind of jazz. But it is actually a nice area, especially centered around the lighthouse that is there. And if you go further into Ulsan, you'll find the Daewangam uh, Park, which has also a lighthouse. And it's sort of a a beacon of the, the area as it's right next to... Ilsan Beach and the whole Hyundai company thing. So that is a wonderful spot to go and check out. But if you're in that area, do check out Suldo, which it also has a nice lighthouse. But it is actually, I find, a wonderful area just to take a walk. And there are some interesting cafes around there too. But it's it's right next door to Daewangam. So you can probably, if you have the time, just walk over. Again, these lighthouses also have a little bit of history. But as well, they're just wonderful places to sort of walk around. Now, as we get into this next segment, I do want to talk about the one trip that I took sort of further north towards some of the more unique lighthouses that I could find. I decided to take a trip up north towards Yongduk and that sort of area because I'd heard about a lighthouse called Cheongpomao, which is a crab-shaped lighthouse, or at least it's a huge, giant crab arm clutching a lighthouse, which I thought was really, really cool. But it is a considerable distance from my home in Ulsan. So one morning I got up and I drove all the way out towards Yongduk, and that is a few hours away to capture this lighthouse. And along the way, I found that it was quite an interesting trip. If you're not familiar with the Yongduk area, it is known for snow crab. The area is also famous for the Korean War Battle of Cheongsang-ri, which was made famous in a 2019 movie about the student soldiers who protected this area and ultimately gave their lives to help support their country. Uh, this was a famous movie, I think, in Korea as well, because it had George Eads and Megan Fox in it, so Hollywood stars with a Korean movie was something of a big deal. But if you travel out there, you'll see the landing ships and whatnot. And it is sort of a an interesting story about the area because these children, and that's essentially what they were, gave their lives to defend their country. The other interesting notes about this area is it's also known for having one of the most haunted houses in the country. So when I was looking at the landing ship and the memorial site for the student soldiers, there was a house just behind the beach that I had seen on a National Geographic clip on YouTube, but it's actually called the Yongduk House or something like that. And apparently it sits on top of where a lot of these student soldiers had died and therefore there's some sort of paranormal activity going on. So that's something to keep in mind just as a side note. But overall, this trip was amazing because I got to see the different areas up along the coast, 
where I don't normally photograph. And it's something that I do want to take another trip back and go further up towards Gangneung and to see what they have up there for lighthouses. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap things up here and carry on with my holiday time as it is Seoul out today. So happy Lunar New Year, or as they say in Korea, Sehe bok, mani padu seo. Thank you very much. Take care, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>